Mark Bickley is here. You can rediscover the road in an all-new Toyota Hilux at Jarvis Toyota, South Road, Clove Valley Park. Bicks, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Leith, and good afternoon, Roy. Been down at Adelaide Oval today, by the way, just quickly telling everyone. Now, South Adelaide, their uh, coterie group, the Kingstonians, were down there, the great Peter Darley. Uh, wowed us with his some Excellent. stories that uh, of his day uh, back of the day. So we had a great time. Mm. 150 people down there, South Adelaide, just gaining a little bit of momentum. I, I think. I think they mm. could be up to their eyeballs this year. Before we get to Mickey, Bob Jane T Mart, send a copy of Heads Innings to Ian Knucklehead Chapel. Well, I'd nearly agree with that, <laughs> wouldn't you? How good a knock picks? Oh, no, he's- Outstanding. Outstanding. And, and people have wanted him to do that and to put it beyond doubt. Yeah. I don't think you can do anything better than a double ton. Cricket the footy. Crows have a hit out tomorrow. 8.30, the Sample team. Around 11.30-ish, the AFL team live on 5AA. Joining us is the Sample coach, Crows assistant, Mickey Godden. Godsey, welcome. Thanks, Roy. G'day, Vic. Hey, g'day, Mick. She goes up a notch tomorrow playing some real oppo and from the player's perspective, probably about time. Yeah, absolutely. As you guys know, pre-season yeah. can be long. I mean, this one's been shorter than normal, but it's uh, yeah, very exciting to get out there tomorrow and you know, kick the footy around and see how we, you know, see what we've done is is right. I suppose. Before we start talking about the team, Michael, tell us about your role this year because um, you're coaching the uh, the Sandful team. Uh, how much are you looking forward to? What's the team going to look like? And yeah, tell us about the role. Yeah, look, my role is split um, amongst. The, well, between the SNFL team, which is obviously coaching that, mm. uh, which is running a development squad as well. So we've, we've got 23 guys that we train two times a week that obviously are our development players to add to our AFL squad. So there's that part of the role. And then also I'm helping uh, Nathan with the midfield uh, doing AFL development during the week. So there's a, there's a reasonable, reasonable workload there, which mm. is good. I enjoy it. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting back uh, in obviously coaching a team of my own right, and um, yeah, I've done a bit of that in the past, so you know, I'm feeling very confident in that space. And but it is different; it's different, obviously, having a set of AFL boys and then then your development squad. So, but the uh, the lads that we've been training twice a week have been outstanding. So, really excited to give them an opportunity tomorrow and see how they go. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? Because those guys aren't allowed to be tied to a, a Sandful club recently, and they and so so they're a bit of. I guess they've come from all different varied backgrounds and to get them in there and try and knock a few rough edges off, I'm, I'm guessing they'd be loving the opportunity and you'd be loving getting your hands on them. Yeah, they've, you know, they, they come from, you know, local football, the majority of them who haven't had a great, um, you know, haven't had a lot of experience at, at senior level. So yeah, it's, it's really exciting because they're just sponges and you can, you know, they just take everything in and they, they work really hard. And, you know, obviously it's not for money or for fame. It's just uh, guys that want to get better and, you know, it's great to work with them and, and give them that opportunity. Two trials tomorrow. I'm guessing you'll be in charge of that first one. What are the teams looking like and how hard was it to, to I guess, compress the team down into that top 25 or so to uh, to take on, on port in the main game? Yeah, it certainly is difficult this time of year because everyone's generally, you've got a pretty fit squad, which we do too. And, um, you know, everyone's worked really hard and everyone wants to be playing in the, in the main game. So it's difficult for Nixie and the guys to make those selections, but really comfortable with what we've got. We've still got another trial next week, so there's plenty of time. And, and uh, you know, the guys that have missed out will get their chance. And, and uh, the fellas in the in the SNFL team, well, we've got, you know, I think we've got four trials, so we've got plenty of time. So this is just the, the first look at it. Tell us about Nick Murray. Um, he's an SPP potential key defender. Yeah, so Nick's a really athletic key defender. He's a, um, obviously came across... And has trained the full pre-season with us. He's really impressed us. He's, uh, um, as I say, he's athletic. He, he moves around really well. And 
it's an area that we feel that he can he can add to our club and you know he's he's obviously finding out for a position on the list and you know to get his opportunity tomorrow is outstanding but it's a testament to the work that he's done he's put in a huge amount of work and came off the farm working long hours on the header mm. and he's come across and uh, yeah training really well so it's very exciting for him um was it an opportunity i guess godgy in a development phase of this group where, where a Phil Thorpe and a Peddler and even a Sam Berry could have been punted in this first game and I mean potentially could you look at him and look at them in the next game? Yeah no doubt they could have been I, I, um, yeah those guys have, have played really well in the internal yeah. last week and but I guess you can't you can't fit everybody in and, and those guys have got a little bit of time and you know, Riley's had a little bit of interrupted pre-season so a little bit softly softly with a guy who's as talented as him and and Peds and, and Barry have been, you know, they've been really good all the way through. So we'll, we'll ease them in tomorrow and give them a crack at, at sample footy. And they haven't really played um, much high level, sorry, um, overage sort of football before. So it'll be good to see them again. You know, their peers and uh, see how they go and then yeah certainly wouldn't rule them out for next week it's good to have a squeeze on for selection um frampton over himmelberg i'm interested in how you come to that decision yeah it's a it's a forward line that's still evolving as we know mm. um with darcy and tex and lynchy and and uh and billy and also elliot and it, it's a it's difficult they can't all play so you know, the decision was made that um that billy got that that sort of that second ruck position and the, and the key forward position and and Elliot will, will play with me, and but it's certainly uh, it's it's not finished yet. It's uh, there's not very much between them, and um, but that's 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 healthy competition, and they'll they'll, uh, they'll work through that. You're being ultra conservative with Matt Crouch. He's not going to play. A lot of discussion around Daniel Talia and Tom Duday. I think we look at the the back six, particularly the big key defenders, and if those two players who are in some doubt, I guess around round one, uh, what it looks like. So, is there an update on that? And can you reassure people that those guys potentially could be back for the Geelong match? Yeah, they're certainly on on the men. Daniel's obviously had an interrupt preseason with that knee, and he's. But he's he's back. Uh, I think he comes back to pretty much full training next week. So he's he's very close. Um, not I won't I won't say return to play. Mm. I'm not sure when that'll be. But he's certainly getting up and about. Tommy Duday has had a bit of an interrupted preseason, but uh, but he's once again I think returning. He was on the track a little bit this week, so I expect him to be back. You know, fairly much full on next week. So he's uh, you know he's going to be close as well. And then you know with a young player like Fisher McAstee and Jordan Butts and. You know, those guys are, you know, get their opportunity now and we'll see what that next level of, uh, of kids can do for us. Tell us about the uh, the decision, I guess, to go with the same leadership group. I don't think anyone was surprised that Rory Sloan was re-elected. Um, how did that work and, and was that an easy decision? Yeah, I think that the, those guys are of highest quality and, you know, club's certainly seen some tough times in the last couple of years and those guys led us really well last year in a year that was, you know, unprecedented, so... You know, we're really, really happy with, with what they've done and, you know, they get another opportunity because they've led so well. Who, who are the crushers coming up, Godzi? Who's potentially the next breed of leaders? Oh, I think if you look at, um, say, someone like Andrew McPherson, I mean, I'm probably a bit biased seeing him come through yeah. the Eagles, but he's a fantastic leader of young men and, he, you know, he's evolving. And there, there'll be guys this year, I think, that will really step up. And, you know, you've got there's, – there's such a there's such an even level there and – um, but the guys in there, I mean, Brody Smith, uh, Tommy Duda, they're not they're not old themselves, so they've got plenty of time to, to develop their own leadership skills. But um, yeah, there's a number of guys that I think this year you'll see, you know, come to the front. Bob Jane T Mart, we love this Jeffrey with two Fs. I don't know why he said that, but is it Tex or Foggers or both? 
both. Yes. For, for tomorrow, you're talking? Well, well, do you think that that can work? Do you, do you think the two can play in the same team and you can build a forward line around those two with obviously a yeah. Frampton or a Himmelberg? Yeah, we believe we can, for sure. It's um, As I said, that, that forward line is an uh, ever-evolving beast because obviously with Riley Tilthorpe coming in this year as well, um, you know, I, I'm certainly glad that Nixie has that, that decision to make, but we certainly do believe that Tex and Paul can play on the same team. Um, I guess taking on a team like Port Adelaide, they've been settled for the last couple of years. I think most people think they're going to be a really good team. It, it does provide a great challenge for you, and particularly when um, there's not a huge expectation around Adelaide. So well, I guess everyone's uh, going in with, I guess, a bit of anticipation about what, what's going to happen. Yeah, because it is. It's a it's a challenge, but also a great opportunity. I mean, we, as you say, we've we've come from a fair way back, and those Port Adelaide are a fantastic team and in a in a great you know period of their their football life. So, you know, we we'll just go out there tomorrow and we'll see how all the stuff we've worked on over the summer is looking. And it is great to play a team as good as that because it can really you know, give us a good measure of where we're at and the areas we will certainly need to improve on as well. Um, we saw last week a couple of different positional moves. We saw Taylor Walker and Riley Tilthorpe on the wing. Are we expecting any other changes at all in, in terms of players maybe being trialled in different positions? Uh, nothing too dramatic, no. I mean, Riley came up to the wing last week just to have a bit of a run around. He wasn't getting much of a look at it up forward, so we you know, got him up there and he, he did some nice things. And Tex is always looking to get up the ground as often as he can. Um, but no, there won't be anything, um, you know, nothing left field that I can think of. Is there any fines or anything internally for 50 metre penalties if you don't do the old tin soldier on the mark, Godzi? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'll be interesting. But we'll, uh, we've trained it, obviously, like all clubs have. Yeah. Um, and we'll just see how it goes. Hey, Godzi, all the best. Sorry. Bit, oh, I, was you... just, I was just going to say, how often have the umpires been out there? I heard uh, Steve Hawking say they've had around 500 visits. Now, we know that with... 10 teams in Melbourne, I'm guessing predominantly there's been a lot of those happening in Melbourne with some of the travel restrictions. Have you seen the AFL umpires regularly? Yeah, a number of times. I've come out for not only just normal training sessions, but a lot of our game simulation training as well. So that's, yeah, I, I couldn't tell exactly how many, but it had to be at least half a dozen, I would say, and they've been out pretty available for us to have good conversations, so they've been good. Good to hear from you, Godji. All the best tomorrow for both teams. Great. Thanks, guys. Yeah, fantastic. Crows assistant Sample coach there, Mickey Godden. Fantastic. He's still mm. there with the development. I'm going to give you some names. Yes. For tomorrow. Dixon, Georgie Addis, Marshall, Rosie, Butters, Fantasia, Motlock. <laughs> oh, boy, wow, we. That's all I want to say. Rosie and we'll, Fantasia. You we'll, we we will part. come back with that, Bix. <laughs> Just hang five. 17 minutes to five, eight, double, two, three, double, eight, double, oh. Mark Bickley here. Thanks to Jarvis Toyota, South Road at Clovelly Park for Fleurier Milk. Before we get to the traffic, Iga Untek is through to the Adelaide International Final. Excellent. She will take on the winner of Belinda Bencich and your girl Coco Goff, which Coco we will discover Goff. tonight. And the good news for the Redbacks, after making 510 for eight, declared one for 32. Excellent. WA, Frankie Worrell with the wickets. Frankie. Sam Whiteman out for just three.